This message is brought to you by Hemp International. As you know, we have kept you posted on be very, very safe when you're choosing a cannabis vape. Not trying to rhyme, but this is, this is very, very serious. We have people actually dying from taking in these low-quality heavy metal and or vitamin E-containing vaporizers. What you don't want to do is take a vaporizer that's runny. What you don't want to do is take a vaporizer that is a counterfeit or has no type of connection towards a legal market. Now, we do have plugs out there that fly out to California, fly out to Denver, and get their vaporizers straight from the source from a dispensary. They buy it wholesale, and they sell to you guys in the black market. Now, if you have no clue or have n- are not sure where they get the vaporizers, please, please check in. Just like you have those people that always ask at restaurants, where is my chicken from? Is it free range? You know, is it organic? You need to be feeling the same way about your cannabis vapes because you don't want to catch lipid pneumonia, which is what is killing these unsuspecting, innocent cannabis users. Again, please, hi fam, stay safe. It's not only Wisconsin, it's actually countrywide now. The CDC and the FDA have released a warning saying that these black market vaporizers, or just vaporizers in general, they could even be legal market, that contain these these, uh, cancerous carcinogen components that can ultimately take your life. Please, hi fam, we want you safe, we want you happy, and we want you high. Stay safe. Peace. Now back to the show. If you're a long-time listener, hi fam, I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you guys coming in week in and week out, listening, and even sending messages. So shout out to you guys. I'll probably shout you guys out in the description where you can actually just copy and paste your Instagram. Smart. So just saying it, you'll go ahead and copy and paste it. If you're a new listener, you a newbie. What's up, newbie? How you doing? <laughs> We want to say welcome. Thank you for taking a jump from Heaven to National's Instagram to finally meeting High TV. And feel free to take a scroll in our past episodes because you never know. You might learn something. So welcome to High TV. Your place for cannabis news, information, and insights. We hope you enjoy the show. Stay tuned and stay high. High TV. Now back to the show. (laughs) Man, I love that new intro. It really just gets me relaxed. It gets me in a nice mood to go ahead and record. And as you guys have told me in the past, Des, you kind of talk very, very loud and you talk fast. So I'm going to go ahead and slow it down for you guys just a bit. And let's get back into it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the illustrious, the notorious scandal that's going on in the cannabis industry that has to deal with, of course, the vitamin E causing a cannabis, quote unquote, related death. All right. As we know, for the 2,500 years or even more, we haven't seen, excuse me, we haven't seen one death in the cannabis industry or in cannabis overall. Sorry, I just had a nice meal and decides to burp while I record advantageous anyway (laughs) apologize so yes the first ever cannabis related death and in all honesty it's really sad because when it comes to cannabis people especially the media love to jump on it people love to talk about it so we're going to get deeper into that whole segment my thoughts on it and also tell you guys the facts 
about it uh, later on in the episode. We're going to talk about hemp wood. Listen, I was so excited to see hemp wood become a thing. I mean, it sounds crazy, but it's true. As you know, hemp is a building material in, in addition to su supplying CBD. And so hemp has the ability to literally be used as a way to build your car from, excuse me, you're allowed to build your car 100% on the wood. In fact, the first car that was ever built by Mr. Harrison Ford, yes, the guy from Ford who created the Model T, the first car was made 100% out of hemp. Now, of course, not 100%. I think that's a stat over the next, over the last 100 years that have been blown out of proportion, but a guy used hemp plastic for the outside of the body. He, he used hemp biofuel, which is a clean burning fuel that burns 90% cleaner than gasoline. 90%. I mean, it barely even has black smoke when it burns, so it's not even that bad for the environment. Uh, hemp plastics was also used or some type of hemp rubber infusion was used for the tires and I believe of course use hemp plastic for the panels and everything inside so the future of hemp is here and as we said on Instagram people were talking about listen hemp is way more than just CBD it's a way to save the planet you are right okay if you've seen the stats in the next 50 years global warming is going to have a significant significant effect on our wildlife you know, which will affect our produce, our groceries. I mean, we've already seen how weather has become much more unpredictable due to the heating of the water. So when global warming happens, the water heats up. And if you don't know, hot water causes things like hurricanes to occur, right? Hot heat mixed with cold air causes weather disruption, right? So when the cold air comes from the poles, it comes down and blows around and whatever. I forgot what the wind was called. Don't remember my earth science. <laughs> knowledge but when the cold air matches the hot water and the air that's around there it mixes together and just kind of forms a swirl that becomes a hurricane that starts you know in the Atlantic Ocean around West Africa and it moves all the way up into the Caribbean which unfortunately as we know uh, prayers goes out to Bahamas Bahamas was hit with oh my lord it was hit with like 185 miles per hour winds and I've never seen a hurricane just sit still it literally just sat there and tormented a whole region but somehow the place that's the most tourist attractive, I believe it's called Nassau in the, Baham in the Bahamas, wasn't really that touched. So I'm really kind of scratching my head as to, you know, how advantageous that was. The most profitable part of the Bahamas is good. But anyway, that's that's no here, no there. Uh, in addition, you know, Hurricane Dorian just missed us here in Florida. As you know, last episode, we told you guys, hey, look, we were kind of worried. Even Floridians who, you know, I'm a New Yorker, so New naturally hurricanes is something naturally to me. So to see that, you know, we were all well prepared. We bought out the shelves in Walmart, Publix, you name it. I mean, I told you, I finally got milk for my cereal, all right? Because everyone else got milk, so they would have buy my milk for my cereal. So that's good. But yeah, Hurricane Dorian missed us. We're all sitting here with all excess of snacks and food. Our pantry, our pantry's overflowing with goods. So I guess we're good with snacking in the next few. I mean, you can kind of think, people in South Florida or Florida overall who weren't really hit with the hurricane, they're probably going to gain some weight over the next few weeks because they bought up so much snacks and they got to be eating, right? You got to eat it before it goes bad. Um, so we're going to talk about hemp wood. Uh, of course, you mentioned vitamin E. And uh, there's a another story I wanted to mention. I can't really remember it on my mind, but you guys will probably predominantly be told about vitamin E because it's the most important thing. So let's name this the vitamin E episode, okay? So first story, we're going to go into talking about what happened in Massachusetts, okay? As you know, Massachusetts is, a, is Massachusetts is a place that very interests me because it's so close to my city. It's uh, as a habitat that's very similar to New York City where it's a four seasons, there's a nice fall. I mean, I can't lie, I miss seeing leaves turn. I miss having, you know, foods come in like apple cider and other things that remind me of fall. And 
shift into the brown leaves into the white winter wonderland that is the north you know here in florida of course we're blessed with summer weather 24 7 and it's similar to you know my island jamaica where i'm from where i was born but you know i kind of do miss that change in the seasons it makes the year seems like it's a bit longer when you're here in florida it's like being stuck in paradise and time seems to fly by effortlessly because it's always always nice weather and i'm not complaining i you out there be like yeah all right okay hi tv i wish i was living in florida hey i'm just saying i kind of do low-key miss seeing the snow so what happened in massachusetts is we have the mayor right a young mayor at that and it's almost sad because when you see someone who is so young get into position you expect good things for them you expect them to be like you know what finally we have somebody who is you know a bit young and of course will be doubted unfortunately this guy was doubted for the right reasons because this guy thought he was a soprano all right he thought he was this guy from the soprano shaking people down extorting them trying to get any type of cash he can you know what i'm saying am i right all right, so let me just read the story but without doing too much theatrics. I know you guys told me how hilarious it was last episode with the Kentucky. So I might, you know, put that in there. I thought it was bad to try and be too funny on a hemp news or cannabis news site because I don't want the stigma of cannabis to kind of ruin the news that I'm giving you guys. But hey, it's no here, no there. I'll just do what I do, okay? So here's the story about Massachusetts. So Massachusetts mayor was arrested for extorting, okay, marijuana vendors for over six-figure bribes. So imagine you, a high TV listener, loyal listener, subscribe, even rated us five stars on Apple, and you've listened to the episodes where we taught you tips on how to get a cannabis job, and now you're like, you know what, I'm going to learn, I'm going to try and go ahead and try to get my own cannabis business. And you're in Massachusetts, where guess what, it's recreationally legal, you know, so for a northeastern state to be recreational legal, it's very interesting to see how they would handle it. As you know, the northeast kind of has a vibe of being cutthroat business oriented. I mean, like I said, this guy thought he was a soprano or something, I swear. So the story goes like this, all right? Mr. Jazel or Jaziel Correa II was arrested on Friday on federal, federal extortion charges for allegedly operating a scheme to help marijuana vendors get approval to operate in exchange for hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes. Now, when you think of politicians, politicians doing things to, you know, escort extort people or blackmail or do whatever they have to do to, do to get the job done is that's part of the job right i mean if you want somebody to be president you kind of want somebody who is low-key a piece of shit because as a politician you have to play that game to get things done you have to scratch somebody else's palm you got to make backhand you know deals in order to just even get funding to fund public school education you just have to go ahead and make somebody happy that's kind of how it goes and that's how i've learned it goes in politics as i've done my research but but there's a limit to it. There's legal ways of doing it. There's regulation of doing it. I mean, this is why we have laws. We have laws to protect people from bad actors like this guy here. Now, when I say you, you want a piece of S-I-H-S-H-I-T, I don't even feel like cursing. Sponsors going to get mad at me. Um, but anyway, when I, when I say that, what I'm saying is not to get somebody who's an immoral person, but somebody that knows how to be a lawyer. And as you know, being a lawyer is about finding a loophole, being creative, innovative, and sometimes even being conniving to get the job done, even if it is for a greater good. And like I said, imagine you are a loyal listener, high TV listener. You'll learn all of this stuff, try to get into business, and now you're getting extorted. Now you're having a guy tell you, hey, give me half of your salary, or you know what? You're not going to keep your job. That's exactly what this guy did. So I'm going to read off the story here and you tell me what you think either in the DMs or you tell us in a voice message on Anchor if you already are an Anchor uh, uh, listener. 
So the story goes as this. Korea, a 27-year-old mayor of Boston, of Boston, appeared in federal court Friday afternoon and pleaded not guilty, of course. He says, I'm not guilty of these charges. I don't have a Boston accent, but I can try. It's not that easy, but hey, park the cat in Boston Yard. <laughs> it's good enough, as good as it goes there. He says, he told reporters, listen, I've done nothing wrong. Hold on, excuse me. I've done nothing wrong, but I did what's good for the city, the Fall River. Me and my staff and my team are going to continue to do the great things for our citizens. So, of course, when you're when you're a politician and you get caught doing something bad, you have somebody that's there whose job as a PR agent to write out all your stuff for you. And they wrote all the great things for this guy to seem as not guilty as he is. But this is what the news in my in my Boston, Massachusetts reported. The Democratic mayor also is accused of extorting three thousand nine hundred dollars in cash and upwards of $7,500 to $12,000 of a Batman Rolex watch from property owner in exchange for activating the water supply. So, yo, you mean to tell me that you're a business or you're a, a property owner, right? And something happened in regards to maybe, maybe your tenants didn't pay you to rent or the lease or whatever it was on time. So now you don't have the money to pay the massive water rate that a property will take if it's either commercial real estate or it's uh, regular real estate where people are living there. Let's say an apartment. Could you imagine how big a water rate is going to be for an apartment where everybody is taking too long of showers? You know what I'm saying? Everybody's washing the dishes with a podcast in the background, probably washing a little bit too long or brushing their teeth with a water faucet running. Just imagine how large that water rate is. So naturally, he went to the mayor saying, hey, look, can you help fix me out? Can you help fix me? Can you help me with this? And can you sorry can you help me fix the situation and guess what this piece of trash mayor said he said give me something in exchange okay he says give me a batman rolex that's worth upwards of ten thousand dollars in order to turn his water on i mean this guy's a jerk i mean i don't know how else to say this man i mean there's even another story where korea demanded his chief of staff his own employee all right, who probably made a mistake, which we're human. We all make mistakes. It happens. That's kind of naturally part of the game. But if you're the boss and you have an employee, what you do is incentivize them to do better, not strangle arm like you're a part of the mob and say, hey, give me half of your $78, $7,000 salary. In return, I'm going to let you keep your job, okay? That's exactly what this dude did. He literally told his own chief of staff, his own employee, if you want to keep your job, give me half. Of your $78,700 salary. Who knows if this woman has a family. If this woman has children. That she has to feed and now figure out. How the hell is she going to feed her kids. Off of an entry level position salary. That's between thirty dollars to $38,000. $40,000. That's entry level salary. For you know generally across America. And the fact that she became chief of staff. Probably worked her ass off to get that position to only now make a minor mistake and now this guy has to say give me half your salary or you lose your job this guy deserves to be in federal prison i'm sorry like that's a jerk jerk move i understand you know if you watch tv shows like suits or tv shows like billions where it's all about you know the the, the war of the, the war between mentals it's about how cunning and the, how, how cunning conniving deceiving or how smart you can be in business to come out on top but this isn't even being cunning in business this is more so just being a bully 
This is more just using your position of power to manipulate others into giving you money and things that they cherish deeply. I mean, who knows what that Batman quote-unquote Rolex really meant to that guy. Could be a big Batman fan, and he bought it because maybe he just became a successful business guy. This is his thank you to himself for all the times he had to sacrifice. Because as you know, being an entrepreneur is not easy. And it's in fact one of the hardest things in the world. I mean, it's fun, believe it or not. And you don't even feel like you're working because you're just really trying to build something. But generally, you run into you know rough patches where maybe the water rate money you don't have because you have to pay money for other things that will keep the business going. And so asking a favor of a mayor to try, you know, make sure everything is copacetic and a guy robs you? Come on. I mean, look, he was arrested in October on charges where he defrauded investors for an app company he co-owns and he pocketed 64% of their payments. I mean, listen, I really do feel bad for the Massachusetts game because it looks like it's not even something that's common, that it's uncommon. It seemed like in Boston, that's just how it is if you want to play business. I mean, the same reason why the Amazon 2 headquarters is no longer in Queens, where it's going to provide upwards of 50,000 jobs in the city. I mean, of course, you're mad that it, it displaces people, displaces people. But even those that were displaced, they were given, they were given money to move. Okay, and not only that, if Amazon too were to be in Queens, that would create 50,000 jobs in the city. Now, granted, I've heard walking, working for Amazon isn't the greatest, but what job is great to work for? Let's be honest. It's it's work. You're putting food on the table for your family. You're trying to support not only yourself, but the people you love. So you go to work to do so. And if not, you go ahead and start a business because that's what you ultimately want to do. And let's just hope when you're a boss, you're not going to be like this type, this piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? And so shout out to uh, Instagram at Boston underscore Empire. We asked him, like, listen, bro, it's a damn shame what's going on in Massachusetts, but how's the re the recreational weed game up there, if you don't really mind us asking? asking. And he responded, quote-unquote, they've pushed us, they've pushed everyone to the black market, taxing, shaking down, and over-regulation. Something similar we're seeing in, in California, but not nothing as bad as what I'm seeing in Massachusetts. He says, and he continues, permits, expensive licensing, and politics etc. This is what this man did and is basically exactly what the all of the state goes off of. So to think that cannabis has exited, you know, to think of cannabis exiting illegality and being illegal and criminal enter, and entering the legal white market, as you will, people think that these bad actors will disappear, but it's not because there's also criminals working alongside with politics. A lot of these politicians can be in fact criminals and they're just probably, some of them are maybe just great, great sociopaths that know how to hide their criminal nature in order to get elected for office. Because if you're a sociopath, what do you want is power and politicians, some jobs in politics offer you that power and people like this guy use the power to his advantage and it's really embarrassing it's really 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 embarrassing and so i mean that's just how the cookie crumbles right corruption in america corruption in america go together like peanut butter and jelly i'm saying i mean when america got started what do they do to get rid of the indians who occupied most of the land and wouldn't want to leave they gave them blankets with smallpox they gave them blankets with smallpox. I mean, how, <laughs> what more criminal act is that to biologically kill off a whole generation of people just so that you can get the land? And the fact that Manhattan was sold for like some, uh, some beads, you sold the island of Manhattan, which has a Native American name for 27 beads. I mean, come on. America is criminal. 
All right, so coming up next, we're going to talk about hemp wood. And later on the episode, we're going to talk about the vitamin E global controversy. Sorry for pronouncing things like a Jamaican English pronunciation, but a global controversy that's going on with vitamin E and lung illness. And I explained to you what is the vitamin E that's in it. Should you stop using the vitamin E aloe you just bought? I'm going to tell you right now, no. I'm going to tell you why it's making people sick and what I think is the real reason why this is happening, okay? And right now, we're going to talk about real quick the... uh, the hemp series by Chef Matt that was sent to us as featured on Instagram. So I want to shout out Hemp Matt for, you know what I mean, sending us some coconut oil, some habanero honey, and some hemp butter, okay? Now, of course, in the video that I uploaded on Instagram, it wasn't unboxing. It was just unboxing it, reading it, seeing what it has, and I've actually used the product. So the thing about it is I've used so far the hemp butter in the morning to cook. Actually, I use all three, but I use more so predominantly the hemp butter because I believe it's good to have something like real butter in your in, in your body rather than margarine, which can turn into very, very low-density lipids that can be bad for your heart, bad for your arteries, the whole nine. So just, just because it says I can't believe it's not butter it doesn't mean it's healthy to eat it's gonna pay the price some other way so the fact that cbd is now infusing this butter made it even better and I, I can tell you that i do feel a level of calmness when incorporating cbd into more meals that i cook you know starts out with cooking some baking in the morning maybe before work as you saw it in the toaster i put some hemp butter on the toast so that when i'm going to work I have some cbd in my system and i tell you i'm starting to really like taking cbd orally pause and the reason why i say that is when i take cbd CBD, let's say inhaling, I get the effects immediately. But as fast as the effects come on is as fast as the effects dissipate. As you know, I've shown you guys on Instagram the hemp rolls that have been sent in to me or hemp cigarettes or hemp pre-rolls, whatever you want to call them. And those are great. I mean, you feel the effects in effect and you feel the effects in the first five minutes and you feel great. You feel calm. You feel nice. Like it's um, imagine that feeling you get when you're high, but then the high kind of dissipates. So now you're just in relaxed mode, not sleepy, not hungry yet, but in this calm state. That's what you kind of get by smoking these hemp packs and hemp rolls because because they have a bit of THC in them below 0.3% and they're very high in CBD and other terpenes. And so if you don't even realize that some of us really gravitate towards weed because like like myself, I have anxiety. I even gravitate to things like nicotine because as you know, nicotine lowers your anxiety when you take it. And so we use weed not knowing that we're treating underlying ailments that we don't even know we have, but our brain somehow says, yo, that thing that you tried, I liked it. Go ahead and keep doing it because it made me feel calm for five minutes. And so some, sometimes that calmness you're feeling is not from the THC. Sometimes it's from the terpenes that's in there, like, uh, like beta carophylline. Maybe it's the myrcene in there. Maybe it's the uh, limonene, you know, and the list goes on and on. Terpenine. Terpenes are really, I think, something in the cannabis industry that's just going to blow up or become much more ubiquitous. And I like certain cannabis awards now that don't just give people best strain for flavor and looks. They give them the best strain for having the highest terpene content, like 5% terpenes, which I would rather smoke a 5% terpene and a lower THC nug than a high THC, no terpenes, basically some cracked out weed. That's, not, that's just me. All right? I got anxiety, so too much THC already messed with my head a little bit, you know? If you think about it, THC makes you creative. So if you when you're on THC, especially a high dose, it just makes your uh, mind even more creative when you're not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? So it makes those paranoid thoughts more creative, that anxiety thoughts more creative and more believable, you know? 
Like, you know, when you with your friend, you guys get really, 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 really medicated, right? And you guys are having a great conversation because you're high, you're relaxed. All of that is gone. You just land back having real pure conversation. And then you guys come up with some idea that's probably a ridiculously bad idea, but because you're high, it kind of sounds like the most genius idea ever. That's what THC does, especially to people with anxiety, where we may think of the past, we may think of the future, we may even worry about what's happening in the present. However, because we are believing these thoughts that is an if, a what if statement, or a what can be statement, or is this really what, I, what I'm perceiving statement that goes on in our mind constantly as people with anxiety, we tend to believe those thoughts because TAT helps you to believe the thoughts you have, you know? Anyway, enough about anxiety, more about Chef, Chef Matt and his uh, hemp series thing. So I've used the habanero honey on some uh, chicken that I've cooked. And I say, yo, maybe this chicken breast is a little too dry. Perfect time to break out the habanero honey. Now the habanero honey by itself, offers not too much of a kick, but more so of a habanero flavor. I was thinking that's gonna be very spicy, but it's not, it's about a very mild spice and a more so habanero flavor. And it makes sense because this Chef Matt uh, hemp series, you know, infused CBD condiments, they're all, as you know, chef formulated. So it makes sense that a chef would make something that's more about the flavor and much less about the kick. Because you know if you're cooking foods and you put too much spice in something, it kind of ruins and masks the flavor of other things. That's why when people that can't cook, they put a lot of spice, be weary. That means the food don't taste good if they have too much spice in it, okay? Because they want you to <sighs> not yum, right? Anyway, so moving on. So I use the habanero honey on chicken. I mix it in with a little bit of barbecue and add some barbecue, habanero honey, CBD infused chicken. That was bomb okay it was bomb 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 uh the coconut oil as you know coconut oil is amazing i use it some i use some of the coconut oil like you know on my face i was going on in the day to see if it had an effect i didn't really notice anything i don't really care about my skin that much you know i'm a dude they're not saying that i'm mansplaining things but as a guy i don't really care about my skin that much um especially because my melanin is it, my melanin popping zone gotta worry about it too much uh, I use the oil more so in cooking and I have a cool recipe. I don't know if you're gonna like it But this is why I use the coconut oil CBD So I get some uh, low salt popcorn right low sodium popcorn from Aldi shout out to everybody shout out to Aldi We like to save money and buy organic foods. So I go to Aldi. I get my popcorn and I drizzle some MCT oil in it and then I get some uh, cayenne pepper. You know, cayenne pepper is great for boosting your uh, your fat burning cells or boost your metabolism, cause you to burn fat. And it's also just great for your body overall, just cayenne pepper. Put some MCT oil, cayenne pepper. The MCT oil acts as my butter that naturally goes on popcorn, but it's more healthier. And then I put the cayenne pepper there for the extra kick, mix it all together and it's delicious. So when we come back, we're gonna dive into hemp wood and we're gonna dive into, you know, what is going on with this vitamin E that is driving the cannabis world mad? Should you be still smoking vapes? Should you stop smoking vapes? Or is there a deeper, darker criminal link? Is this really the legal industry just trying to scare folk into buying legal vapes because black market vapes are so popular? More on that when we come back. <laughs> I swear, sometimes I sound so corny to myself when I listen back. But if y'all enjoy the show, enjoy the show, man. It's all about giving you guys education, but putting the medicine in the candy so that you can have fun while you're learning about what's going on in the cannabis world. Because last thing I want is a guy that just came from college not too long ago is to sit in a lecture and be bored. If 
teachers were way more uh, animated and were way more into what they're talking about, tell jokes, make us laugh, connect to us somehow. I think grades would be better overall, but enough of, enough of me on my soapbox. We're going to have an ad. Just be right back. Stay tuned. Stay high, folks. And we're back. And we're back. All right. Sorry for that. But yes, I want to do some quick shout outs before we go on to the next few stories. First, I want to shout out, you know, the people who have shown love on Instagram, sent us messages, one of which I did post on our main page. Because, you know, I feel like if you take the, the, the time out to really send a message to us, that means you really do enjoy the show. And I want to show love back. You know, that's just a, a real good lesson in life for if you're a listener. If you show love, you'll show love back. If you wonder why not getting love from people, they don't owe you a thing, but chances are if you show them love, love will come back to you. So spread love. That's a Brooklyn way, even though I'm from the Bronx, but you guys get the picture. So we want to shout out Instagram at the letter B dot in dot the dot clouds for sending us that message about the Kentucky uh segment last episode i was worried that people from kentucky were going to be offended and turned off because of how i stereotyped people from kentucky so shout out to you y'all really doing i really did enjoy your message um backstory i told you on instagram in the dms hey listen i almost quit this high this high tv podcasting last year because i felt like people weren't really enjoying it and as you know when you have anxiety you kind of tend to you know fall deep into yourself and into thoughts that may be negative and i did appreciate those those kind words honestly i mean obviously as you can hear in the podcast i'm in a way way better place now but last year it wasn't that wasn't the case so thank you for the messages uh i want to shout out danny fontaine and her company you know hgh seeds you if you guys have access about seeds and we'll probably direct you straight towards danny fontaine because as you know she's like what one of the top 50 women in cannabis right now featured on high t- high time magazine she won uh what woman of the year or something like that at the cannabis business awards i mean listen i've worked with danny in you know doing hemp deals and she's always kept it 100 always kept it real even though i may annoy her at times when i when, when i call too much or text too much but you know what she always laid the game down and say yo look i started this cannabis thing not too long ago you're younger than me and in in just what four or five maybe it's now six seven years she's turned herself into a millionaire supports her family all throughout cannabis and she always referred to cannabis as her and as a she and how cannabis loves to give back because it's a medicinal plant and that's exactly what she's been doing and not only just you know selling hemp as in selling seeds which the reason why i'm shouting her out is because hgh was featured in a press release on yahoo you know as you know if you're a business you want to do a press release on me media outlets like yahoo or the advanced press because that's how you get your business out there and as you know the south hemp expo was going on this week and so a bunch of hemp companies were very active and of course harvest is upon us okay as you know we are selling hemp flour we are selling hemp biomass and we are selling you know everything that gets harvested this october and some of you some of you have already gotten invoices some of you already gotten everything in place some of you some of you have even signed contracts so shout out to all you guys but yes back to donnie Fon- danny fontaine she's an og follow on instagram she's building hemp houses as we speak in jamaica she's spreading hemp all the way to places like egypt just want to shout out the hemp og all right now let's get back in the story which relates right back to you know hemp and this is hemp wood now of course as you know 
wood lumber has been, has been one of the biggest industries in America for the longest time. And as you know, hemp is hemp has the ability, as mentioned, to build a quite a few things, even batteries. So to see now that there's a company in Kentucky that launched last week or two weeks ago that is now making hemp wood. And the reason why they call it hemp wood is because people may know that hemp can be used to build stuff, but in their minds, they're probably only thinking about hempcrete. And as you know, hempcrete is the combination of lime and, and hemp fiber to make very biodegradable, uh, sustainable, carbon-absorbing building materials. But now you can get all of that and the same with hemp wood. So honestly, could you imagine having hemp wood floors? Could you imagine walking around your house and telling your friends and family, do you know we're walking and standing on cannabis right now? They're like, yo, get the hell out of here. Standing on cannabis, yeah, you're smoking too much of this stuff. But seriously, hemp can be used to build the walls in your homes with hempcrete and the floors can be lined with hemp. Could you imagine your whole home being insulated with hemp, having your walls made out of hemp? And also have your floors made out of your hemp, your floors made out of hemp wood and your chairs made out of hemp plastic and you're smoking hemp out of a, whatever you smoke hemp out of. Okay. I mean, it's amazing to me to see what hemp has done over the years. I, I remember just years ago thinking, yo, hemp is this shit. How the hell is it illegal? Now it's legal. And now we're seeing more and more business businesses get creative and innovative. So we want to shout out the company who makes hemp wood, who, you know, humble brag, we did help them reach a hundred plus followers with our post. You guys really gravitated towards it. And if you haven't checked them out, it's on our page. And their Instagram is at hempwood.by.fibonacci. As you know, Fibonacci is the golden mathematics that exists in our world where everything seems to match up perfectly in, in, in symmetry. And so these people, as you know, come from that elk of people who understand that hemp is something that can help the world and they're for positivity and they're for all of these things. So great company. They're out of Kentucky. And I'm going to read a story right, right now. So the story goes, a new hemp facility in Murray, Murray, Kentucky, demonstrates the newly legal crop's ability to outpace and replace oak trees as a lumber source. As you know, the quote we included in the image says, we're taking something that grows in six months and we're able to outperform hardwood that grows in 200 years. So when a plant like or when a tree like oak takes a long, long, long time to grow, 100 plus years, 200 years, then it's deforested, then it's turned into wood, and then it's useful to us. And as you know, we've had the Amazon that was on fire recently. Now, of course, we're gonna get into hemp wood, but this is a very important story. And I, I know I'm kind of bringing stories that aren't cannabis related, but I think it's 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 uh, very important that we all stay cognizant of what's going on. We've all seen the posts on Instagram and on Facebook, and in, even in the traditional media talk about, the Amazon is burning. What is happening in the Amazon? Who did this? Is this natural? First, forest fires are a natural, natural phenomenon. In fact, certain seeds would not germinate or will not germinate unless unless it is exposed to a certain level of heat. That's just natural plant biology or botany. And for that fact, that's why we purposely burn certain crops, let's say in California or in other places, because it helps the trees, you know, helps the growing seed, it helps the forest grow brand new trees, and it helps those seeds that were dormant in the ground that fallen from the trees or however else they fell to start to grow. That's just natural ecology. 
However, what happened in the Amazon is not natural ecology. As you know, recently you had some Native Americans who live in the Amazon won the case being that they aren't allowed to be displaced in order for Brazil and the Brazilian is a prime minister or president to go ahead and use the Amazonian lands for their own reasons. And it seems what the Amazon, what they're doing in Brazil or wherever the Amazon, you know, subsides or connects to is they were taking down trees, cutting them down in order to plant grass so that so that they can sell that land to whoever they want and predominantly the amazon has some of the greatest soil on this planet as you know it's something that's been growing for thousands and thousands of years you have wildlife that is now affected by this fire you have people listen when the cathedral in notre dame was burning you saw how quick and swift the world organizations came together to put together 10 million to 100 million dollars to rebuild the thing 100 million dollars Okay, however, when the trees in the Amazon burned, it was only five to ten million dollars that was donated. I mean, literally ten times less than the amount of money that was given to the cathedral was given to the Amazonian floor forest. That is known as the lungs of the earth. Why? Because when we breathe out carbon dioxide out of our mouths, hoping not a mouth breather. Uh, whatever that means but when we breathe out carbon dioxide as natural organic beings it is absorbed by the plants and the plants take that in to use photosynthesis to create oxygen first it creates energy for itself and then it releases oxygen as a waste so that now we can breathe that oxygen so organisms and trees need each other they need their carbon dioxide we need their oxygen so to burn down this thing all for profit is ridiculously evil and it's it and it's very myopic or or in other words short-term thinking you need to think long term how is this going to affect our overall world and global warming as a whole so i have a theory about it i think what actually happened was or many people think about it it think that the Amazon fire was man-made and man-started. However, it started to burn out of control. Maybe they wanted to just burn one area, but as you know, fire spreads, okay? Fire spreads like lightning. It's very fast and it's unforgiving. And so people were probably displaced, animals were displaced, animals were hurt, animals were killed, and ultimately trees were killed. And just like your lungs, you don't want your lungs to fall victim. Just like our last story coming up after this hemp wood, you don't want your lungs to get sick because you need your lungs to, you know, turn blood into your oxygen to oxygen oxygenate your blood and make sure you're healthy so once your lungs aren't working everything else is going to fall out of play okay so hempwood we gave you the instagram we let you know what it was and if you saw the story we even showed you the process how it's done very vaguely of course the company out of kentucky uh has a secret sauce into turning their hemp into hemp wood. Now, what I think it is, is they take the hemp fiber, they ground it up, kind of like how we ground up, you know, chicken to make chicken nuggets, right? We ground up chicken, bones and all, to make chicken nuggets, that little pink goo you see everywhere, and that pink goo is then pressed into a shape, which is a chicken nugget shape, and then put it to a deep fryer, and now we have chicken nugget, now we have chicken nuggets. So I think the same thing is happening with hemp wood, where they're grinding up this fiber, right? and they're uh, turning it or putting it into a mold that allows it to now have that ring that trees produces, which looks very nice. It's nice for flooring. It's nice for wood uh, hemp paneling. And I can guarantee you a lot of dispensaries in the future probably would buy hemp wood from this company in order to, you know, 
decorate their dispensary with hemp wood have it have it have that nice hemp smell i've heard that hemp really smells really good it, it doesn't smell like the weed you have in your pocket but it does have a very faint cannabis smell that's quite pleasing if you live in a hemp home and as you know we've even in years ago we've shared posts about hemp homes being built in in uh, hawaii and hawaii is the perfect climate for it so shout out to the hemp wood company we love what you're doing we'll continue to support and we'll spread your messages as long as you guys can keep on doing what you're doing staying positive and helping our planet as you can tell, other people care about money more than they care about the planet. They care about their short-term life because, listen, they're probably in their 60s and 70s. They're about to die anyway. They want to create as much money for themselves and their own family instead of thinking about the uh, future generation's existence on this earth. Moving on to the notorious, the illustrious, the media scorching vitamin E lung disease. So what is happening there? So here are the facts. The facts are, we had our first cannabis-related death due to ingestion ingestion of this ingestion of vaporizers. Now, as you know, we had even a disclaimer put on this podcast that talked about, listen, beware of the vapes you are smoking. Why? There's a story out of Wisconsin where a, a couple of individuals fell ill because they were vaping something called Dank Vapes. And as you know, Dank Vapes is a black market vaporizer that somehow has some of the greatest distribution I've seen because it's literally everywhere in Miami, in New York, and even Wisconsin. And so those people who run Dank Vapes don't really care about their customers they're just putting anything in there to make their dollar stretch so what you do is you get your cannabis distillate they mix it in with terpenes or you know artificial terpenes at that and they also put in vitamin e oil not vitamin e the vitamin or the mineral but vitamin e oil that stretches that distillate or stretches that vape cart so that it lasts longer and you have something else to vape when really you're getting less cannabis than is advertised right they might say it's a one gram cart but you're really only getting 600 to 650 milligrams of thc that's why when you see in legal markets or in, in mmj companies when they're giving you a 0.5 cart but you're saying oh i can get you know one gram for more you think you're getting one gram what you're really getting is maybe a mix of mct oil vitamin e oil or some other bs that can give you pneumonia you know lipid pneumonia is a real thing and for those of you that don't know Lipid pneumonia occurs when, listen, the lungs is meant, the lungs are meant through evolution to take in oxygen and, 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 and use it to its advantage. It's not meant to take in lipids whatsoever. If we take in lipids, what does it go through? Folks, it goes through our stomach, which then is processed by our liver and redistributed where it needs to be. Our lungs are not built for lipids, okay? Our, our bronchioles are very, very sensitive. So when we breathe in anything that is a lipid, especially when it's heated, it gets turned into a vapor. We breathe it in, and then that vapor condenses once it cools on the lining of our lungs. And that lining causes things like the cilia in your lungs to get agitated. It causes, you know, the bronchioles to die out, which means you can get, you know, basically turn your lungs into Swiss cheese, as I've heard very recently. I mean, it's not good. Your lungs aren't meant to process lipids, and so you can catch pneumonia and sickness from having lipids in your lungs. In fact, I've even went to a CBD store just to see what they had, and I bought something that was a CBD syringe. Terrible waste of money, by the way. Don't buy CBD syringes that are liquidy. Only syringe that you should be taking in is a very, very thick oil, because that's when you know that it's really made with the cannabinoids and not mixed with some bullshit. And little to my surprise, as I check the ingredients, I'm gonna upload on Instagram or on my story Monday morning after you, after you listen to this podcast, is uh, 
vitamin E, okay? And so I, I, I presume that the same people who put vitamin E into the syringe also puts it into the vaporizers and people were smoking the vaporizers with the vitamin E oil or was it vitamin E acetate and then it's causing the sickness that happens on your lungs and your lungs are very very precious very precious that's why secondhand smoke can be even bad because you're not smoking but you're taking in all that secondhand smoke which kills what upwards of 4,000 10,000 people a year come on <sighs> anyway so that's the facts all right let's read the story Let's give you guys more on what, I think it was Fox News I got this story from. You know, I'm, I'm not a Fox News fan, of course. I'm not a fan of conservatism, but I'm very impartial when it comes to both sides because both sides can be wrong, right? Let's be honest. I'm very objective, and I consider myself an independent for those of you that even give a shit. So anyway, so the story goes as this. Symptoms reported from the vitamin E oil or vitamin E acetate are as follows. Coughing, shortness of breath, chest pain or agina state officials and federal officials investigating mysterious lung illnesses linked to vaping have found the same chemical samples of marijuana products used by sickened people in different parts of the country in fact that story in wisconsin was not isolated you even had people in new york city who had fallen ill very similar to those in wisconsin which is why not only was the fda alarmed but also the cdc in fact i met somebody much recently which is kind of funny how i met them again and she let me know that her parents or one of her parents works with the cdc and the parents was telling their child you know who smokes weed of course Please stay away from vaporizers. The CDC is now coming into knowledge that these new lung diseases have only one culprit, and that's bad, low quality, low content vaporizers. So people may buy vaporizers from China. Not every China factory makes good vaporizers. Some do, like Eye Crusher that supplies, like Eye Crusher supplies Stizzy, Eye Crusher supplies uh, uh, Plug and Play, Eye Crusher supplies even myself when I was selling vaporizers, which never took off the ground because of many, many, many reasons I would not mention. But Eye Crusher is a company who is certified to make vaporizers that do not leak heavy metals so what happens is when you have heavy metals in your vaporizer is these metals are very cheap right they, they metals are expensive but these vaporizers are cheap so what they do is buy cheap metals that are you know the same shape as the high quality metals that are used in other vaporizers and so what happens is the oil is so rich or the oil tends to absorb those metals that are in contact with it that causes it to, you know, contain the heavy metals that were used in the product. And you, the unknowing consumer, the innocent cannabis enthusiast that just wants some THC in their blood to go to sleep or just take the edge off, breathe in those heavy metals. And those heavy metals have no way of being dissipated or uh, excreted out of the body because you aren't meant to process it so we absorb those minute heavy metals and sometimes they collect in the brain sometimes they collect in the lungs and overall we're just stuck with heavy metals in our bodies which can give us poisoning over time so when you're buying a vaporizer make sure it's c-cell make sure it comes from a reputable source as i said eye crusher is a good source we i've worked with them in the past i've seen their testing i've asked all of those questions to make sure that if i were to you know sell a cbd vaporizer that it wouldn't make any of our high fam sick of course However, not everybody is certified and not everybody, you know, I mean, listen, some of these vapes cost like less than a dollar to, 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 to less than a dollar to buy. And people really, really care about saving 45 cents, especially if you're buying thousands and thousands of vapes that 45 cents can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars and even hundreds of thousands. So here's my take on the whole thing. I told you guys what the vitamin E oil or vitamin E acetate is, why does it make us sick and why, you know, this, this, this story had, why this story was so alarming to the fact that we even alerted the CDC to release a statement, which is the center of the disease control. Long story short, there's a bomb on the CDC. The whole country's getting sick because they literally have vials of viruses and diseases stocked up just in case they have to create antidotes for it. So that's our savior. That's why in Walking Dead, when they said, let's go to Atlanta, let's go to the CDC, it's because they wanted to find something that can help the cure, which they didn't find anything. And by the way, Watching Dead is a great show, but it's gone on too long. All right, how long can you run from zombies until everybody gets eaten? Uh, am I right? I mean, create a, gra a grandiose ending, maybe a movie that ends it all and just end it because we're tired of zombies, okay? Um, here's my theory. And this is the same theory that, you know, we shared on the Instagram. It was my, my personal take where, listen, vaporizers unknowingly and surprisingly are the fastest growing sector in the legal cannabis market and why do you think that is not everybody has the ability or even want to get their flower grind their flower up then roll their flower let them know how to roll and then go ahead and find some ignition or fire source to light their cannabis now i myself and many others have no problem doing that okay rolling up is how we first got high and it's how we're going to continue to get high but as cannabis legalization occurs there's now going going to be cannabis nuance even though our generation is losing their nuance where we're either black or white or we're on one side or the other and there's no conversation of in between there's no gray area anymore cannabis will now emerge with that nuance and that gray area not everybody wants to get as high out their mind not everybody wants to roll up some people like to vaporize and unfortunately there's some bad actors out there that don't care about people only care about money and people have been gotten really, really sick. And as we can see, died from inhalation of these salacious vaporizers. So here's my take. Here's what I think happened. I think vaporizers are the fastest growing market in the cannabis industry, right? And especially in the black market, it takes off. Any plug that you know has vaporizers on them because they sell. No one wants to roll up. And people love to get high and not smell like it. I mean, I can't I can't stress you enough how I know people personally who may go to the bathroom, you know, and take a puff of their THC vape then go back to class, go back to work, go back to wherever the hell they were doing, whether they're at a movie or whatever, and then get away with it. I myself have gone to the movies with my vape pen and have puffed away, right? Like I'm watching, uh, what's that movie by J Jordan Peele? Not Get Out, Us. I was watching Us and... Uh, I was puffing away in the theater high as hell, but I really enjoyed the movie because it's one of those movies that kind of, you know, tantalates the senses. And so getting your getting your THC in your system that raises your senses makes the movie even better and made me even more connect to it, you know? So for that reason, vaporizers are taking off. No one wants to smell like it. All you gotta do is screw it into your battery, you know, or your 510 thread battery, and you're good to go. You puff and you're gone. You don't smell like it. There's no rolling up. There's no plant residue everywhere. Your car don't smell like weed. You don't smell like weed. All you're gonna have is red eyes and no one's gonna know. So it's about getting high in stealth. And so many companies know this, especially black market dealers or plugs. That's why all plugs have vaporizers on them, as I mentioned before. So the issue is, if I'm a legal cannabis company and I've pumped millions on millions of dollars into my business, and as mentioned before, investors who have invested in these cannabis business only care about one thing, 
those profits, baby. Like Tyrone Biggums and Dave Chappelle show. Just like that, all they care about is profit, okay? The business is a crack pipe and profits is a crack. And all these investors want is the crack, all right? AKA profits. So what you're gonna do is come up with a way of saying, yo, we have an issue. We have all this money into this company. However, people are buying way more of the black market vapes than they are buying our vapes. Now, for, for those of you that don't know, a little you know way I could tell you how the sausage is made or wherever, wherever that's, that uh, saying goes, to let you know what's going on behind the scenes, vaporizers are the, one of the most profitable parts of the cannabis company. Of a, of a cannabis company. For instance, I've you know studied templates of business plans and cannabis companies, saw how they do things. I just really love to research and learn how people do what they do, right? It, it helps me know what I may wanna do far in the future and, 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 and what knowledge I need if I ever wanna do those things. So I had a friend of mine who was in the industry in California share with me their business plan that they show to investors or their pitch deck, I should say. And so I saw the numbers, like legit raw numbers. And the raw numbers showed that the most money made by that cannabis company didn't come from flowers. It came from vaporizers. Okay. So vaporizers are low cost, you know, to manufacture. Of course, it's expensive to manufacture, but once you have the manufacturing dollars spent on the machines, the distillation, um, the, 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 what, chrome spectrometer, which basically separates the cannabinoids via their, uh, via their light spectrum. It's all a lot of chemistry in there. Right. So, they make a lot of profit off vaporizers as a legal company. So they're gonna want more users to go towards them and their vapors than the black market vapes. So what do you do? You have all this money anyway, and you're losing all this money, you know, week after week. We've told you how canopy growth burned, scorched, okay? Incinerated through a billion dollars, a billion no mandy, okay? They, a billion dollars they lost. So these companies are really gonna fight in a way to make the investors happy, to figure out a way to get their patrons to go to them. So what do they do? They use some of the money, some of the proceeds. I'm just speculating, I don't know if it's true or not. And so they fund some of these bad actors, or they are bad actors themselves. They are a legal company, but they also sell things on the black market too because it will be dumb not to, right? I mean, I personally thought that Brass Knuckles, you know what I'm saying, made their money off of cannabis in California. I mean, allegedly they're making over 100000 to $150,000 per week in legal Brass knuckle sales. Brass Knuckles sales. Who's to say that they don't just create more vaporizers exclusively for the black market, or those those batches that fail testing and can't be sold in legal markets are then sold to the black market and they make their money back anyway. So with that being said, they'll possibly, you know, fund the bad actors, allow the shit to occur, make their money. And then in the long run, once the story comes out, as I said on Instagram, listen, tra traditional media, CNN, uh, uh, Wall Street Journal, NPR, I've seen so many traditional media outlets absorb this story quickly in less than 10 to 12 hours of now everybody on TV, on social media, where you get your news are talking about this vitamin E and how it makes people sick. So now if you're a consumer like myself, and you're hearing that these black market vapes are nothing to play with, okay? Like Wu-Tang, they ain't nothing to play with. What's your first instinct? Possibly your first instinct is to now go towards a legal, legal cannabis business 
and take their vapes. Because as you know, cannabis is actually tested more than food in the state of California and in the state of Nevada. And that's a trend that's not going to go anywhere, folks. They're going to make sure the cannabis is clean. And the reason why they take these measures is because if you make the wall of entry or the door of entry so hard to get in that you need... As I said last episode, you need hundreds of thousands of dollars to multi-millions of dollars to enter the industry. You're going to be the only player in the game and everyone else is going to be scratching and clawing for just a piece of the pie or a crumb of the pie. So to protect their investment, to make investors happy, they allow this story to blow up bigger than it was. You know what I'm saying? Pay these traditional outlets to talk about it. You know, these traditional outlets have the same investors that some of these cannabis companies do. And so now you're creating a media frenzy or cannabis hysteria, if you will, a propaganda, if you will, that causes people like you and me to be very fearful and gravitate away, even if it's for a short amount of time, even even if it's until Christmas, where people are going to now go towards legal markets to get their vaporizers at the end of the day legal companies win and the plugs lose and that's exactly the war that's going on in california where the black market is skyrocketed because now it's legal you can have weed on you and not go to jail so more people are you know entrepreneurial start their plug business sell vaporizers because vaporizers as i said are very very profitable you know i mean once you turn the oil into dissolute what you use is i mean they're using trim anyway you know not, High quality companies in the cannabis industry use flowers for the dissolute, but other companies just use trim and all other bullshit that they buy from farms that they don't even want, right? And they turn it into these vaporizers. And man, I mean, the way even High Times is saying, make sure you only buy your vaporizers from a legal source makes you know that High Times themselves, they're, I mean, listen, High Times, I love High Times, okay? They're, they're cannabis, you know, royalty. They've been around since the 1970s when the weed looked like freaking kale and basil, you know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like, it looked like trash, the weed back in the day, legit trash. And they were around since back then advocating for the, for the legalization of cannabis and spreading the culture. But now that High Times have gotten investors to invest in them, which they will soon go public, who's to say that High Times is now not a part of this traditional media, you know, news factory that facilitates those certain people who are winners in this situation, you know? So my theory is in a nutshell, vaporizer are the fastest selling cannabis sector in the market. Numerically, that's a fact. You can look it up. I believe I reported it not too long ago. Legal cannabis companies are losing sales in this fast growing market to black market dealers. So the next step is make black market dealers look unsafe, have a couple of casualties along the way, quote unquote collateral damage, as it's called in the army and in business, unfortunately. I mean, they call it the war room for a reason. And uh, that caused the consumers to now look towards legal sources to buy their vaporizers. Now, I guarantee you, if you look at the quarter sales from if this is quarter two or quarter three, whatever this quarter is where this news was released, I guarantee you this quarter and next quarter, we're going to be seeing a boost in sales from all of these companies. You're going to be seeing the stocks go up a bit, all of that stuff, because where there is crisis, there is a winner. Where there's a loser, there's always a winner. And the winner in this case are the legal cannabis companies. The losers in this case are those people who feel ill by trusting their source of cannabis vapes who were putting in, you know, filler just to make their money stretch. The vitamin E, the MCT oil, all things that are terrible lipids for your for your lungs. So, yeah, vitamin E is found in olive oil. It's found in almonds. It's found in a lot of things and it's good for you. It's good for your skin. However, it's great as a topical and is a great in way to ingest so they can absorb into your body. But listen, folks, it's not good to inhale. And that's why people are getting sick. And so my theory is, listen, 
even elderly patients are moving away from the black market and are entering the legal market because they don't have time to play with their lives. You know what I'm saying? If you're over 50 years old, you probably have hair growing out of parts you didn't, you couldn't think of. You can probably feel the rain come before it does. You're probably counting down the days you have left on earth if you have an, il an ailment. And most of them are fighting an ailment because naturally the body breaks down. And so you don't have time to worry about, you know, if the vaporizer you're getting from the black market is good for you or not. And so you just go ahead and make the decision to go to the legal source where you can trust them more. And so trust is what was leveraged in this story. Trust is what was targeted, <laughs> in my opinion, at least, by these bad actors. And trust is, uh, is what we'll see these consumers have to gain back from these black market sellers. Now, the winners aren't only legal cannabis companies that sell vaporizers. The winners are also, also those people who sell flour. Flour sales in the cannabis industry, black market or white market or gray market, either way are going to boost because more people say, yo, I need to get high because it's a part of my lifestyle. And so I can't trust vaporizers right now, whether legal or not, because let's be honest, if you're a legal company with vitamin E, in your in, in your uh, product you're probably just going to take away vitamin e and then you know what i'm saying keep doing what you do you're going to release a press a press release or whatever but i don't even get into that stuff I, I don't know i don't have any knowledge pertaining to that stuff at all i'm just speculating from the outside in all right i'm a media i, I like to inform you guys give you guys my opinion and then hopefully you guys can form your opinion based off the knowledge of getting you've gotten i'm not telling you to believe anything i'm just sharing you my thoughts from high tv so yes, trust is 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 the word of the day, and that's what was violated by these uh, black market vaporizers, and that and that is what will be validated by these cannabis companies in the future. So stay away from vitamin E. Uh, buy if your vaporizer, yo, know, if the vape you're getting is not thick, okay, do not freaking buy it. If you're if if you turn that vaporizer upside down and that bubble moves very fast, don't even think about taking an inhale of that because it's filled with filler, okay? And the sad thing is that now companies, terping companies, are even selling thickeners to put into these vaporizers so that they may stretch the, <laughs> they may stretch the distillate out by putting in vitamin E, MCT oil, all types of BS in there, but then they're going ahead and putting a thicker, a thickener agent in there so that even when you turn the uh, product upside down, you can tell, mm, it's, it looks thick like you know <laughs> my mind is funny when i when i think of me calling this this thing thick i think of somebody like damn look at that vaporizer it's so thick mm, look at that cart it the bubble don't even move look at that bubble sound nasty but hey it's what it is man i'm a guy i'm sorry it is I, as you know i record the podcast late late in the in the night early in the morning so it's fresh it's on my mind you guys get the brand new stories and everything like that so a brief rundown of what happened this episode a quick, a quick run through. We talked about the mayor in Massachusetts who is now going through federal investigation and will most likely be proven guilty and or will settle outside of court like these politicians do. And he won't fail. He won't face jail time. He probably pay back the people who he was wronged and he probably pay some fine where if you're robbing people anyway, you have the money in a safe. So he's going to get off scot free. That's just how it goes in this American game. If you're a bit lighter skinned and you have a lot of money, you, you can get away with little murder, literally murder. For instance, I mean, uh, the people who are caught in trouble in this college admission scandal, they're getting off scot-free. I think they're serving less than a month or they're getting like, even if they get served less than a month, it'll be house arrest for a certain amount of time. And that's it. That's kind of how this thing works. However, you have a mom who was trying to uh, move her kid into a different district, but she's getting sent to federal prison. It's just, it's just how it is for people of color. But that's an article or 
topic for another day. So we talked about the, the corrupt Boston mayor who was uh, extorting his people. I mean, hey, look, this guy thought he was a soprano. He probably grew up around Italian mobsters and said, I can do this myself, okay? I'm gonna get into the mayor's seat. I'm gonna continue on with my mob tactics, except I'm gonna do it legally, which unfortunately it wasn't legal, and hopefully his ass gets sent to prison. Because listen, entrepreneurs who want to be in the industry don't need to, don't need extra speed bumps, don't need extra obstacles that don't need to be there, and definitely don't need an extortion artist an extortion artist like uh, Mr. I didn't want to say his name, the 27-year-old mayor out of Boston. We also talked about hemp wood. We talked about how hemp wood is something that can revolutionize the the industry where you're going to have furniture made out of hemp, literally furniture made out of hemp, homes made out of hemp, floors made out of hemp, chairs made out of hemp. I mean, I hope, you know, this this factory in Kentucky knows what's was uh, headed towards them because they're going to have a flood of in, in of inquiries from people who want to be sustainable and sell sustainable furniture and even have even more unique ways of using wood. Like, could you imagine using a hemp wood pencil? I can. I can see that being something people want to buy. I would love to buy a hemp wood pencil because at least I know that this wood that I'm getting in my pencil does not come from deforest deforestation of trees, kind of like what happened in Amazon. Unfortunately, man-made burning all for profits. Like they said, cash rule everything around me. Cream, get the money, dollar dollar bills, y'all. And unfortunately, money is the root of all evil. And that's what we're seeing in both in both uh, Boston with the corruption of the mayor and the deforestation that happened in the Amazon. And last but not least, money is the root of all evil when you put vitamin E into your vaporizers that make people sick. Also, you can make a couple more cents per cart. Come on now. All right. Listen, cannabis is a healing plant. Cannabis is so positive and we don't need bad actors out there who just want to make a quick buck and stretch their cannabis. I mean, no, give people what they deserve. Make sure your profits aren't too high. If, you, if your profit margins is over 70% and you're quote unquote selling medicine, chances are you're cheapening the product, you're stretching the product and you're not giving people what they deserve. If your profit margins fall, you know what I'm saying, between the 30 and, and, and maybe 55% range, then I'm cool with you because that's probably you being a good business person, not being a robber. Once you're heading towards a 60, 70, 80% you know, profit margin, what the hell are you selling? You know, what value are you really giving consumers? Now, I may be talking business jargon, but for those of you that understand, understand what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. If you're selling something at 80% profit, chances are you're, you're jipping somebody. Somebody losing there. Chances are it's a consumer. Um, but yeah, we, we, we explained what vitamin E acetate is. It's an oil derivative of vitamin E that is used as a liquid to put into the vape cartridges that stretches it out. I believe it has a yellow color, so it matches perfectly. And the lungs aren't made to process any lipids that's what your stomach and your liver is for okay ever heard of fatty liver mm, lipids liver match lungs no people were dying getting sick and the traditional media blew this up because listen big pharma does not want cannabis to win so if big pharma can have any type of doubt that goes towards the cannabis industry and then that same doubt can be spread towards doctors when they go to these summits and meetings where they get educated on how to deal with customers patients excuse me want, wanting to get a uh, uh, cannabis and try medical marijuana or just try recreational cannabis depending on where you are they're going to go ahead and do that because they get paid from it they get paid per prescription that they sign you know and cannabis isn't federally legal yet so that they can get paid from sending their patients to get cannabis some some doctors do you know some doctors do i mean i've seen 
doctors overcharge tremendously for medical marijuana or a recreational card but listen man i'm not recreational whatever it was in california that it was where you're like yo my my back hurts give me a card that type of stuff in california uh we explained to you what we thought big pharma does not like this you know what i'm saying these legal cannabis markets don't like the fact that black market is booming and so the legal market joined with the pharmaceutical market which you know the pharmaceutical market is investing into the cannabis industry just like the cigarette and alcohol industry and so anything to boost their sales anything to boost their sales and if you don't know the story reeks of propaganda but i'm not saying it's all lies it's partial truth but even in partial truth you can then manipulate the words and the way it's said in order to invoke a feeling of fear which is what everybody in the industry is feeling now including myself who have stopped using cannabis vaporizers overall and may may have to go back to using my uh my herb vape where i just buy flour i put my herb in there and i vaporize it and it's with convection and i'm good i'm taking in my terpenes and my cannabinoids and i'm chilling you know what i'm saying no worries of vitamin e anywhere you know what i'm saying so anyway, this has been an episode of High TV. I th- thank you for everybody that listens week after week. I love you guys. I love you guys are rating us at five stars. You guys are following us on Spotify, subscribing to us on Anchor, subscribing to us on Apple Music, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast. I mean, you guys are coming in week after week and... I got to tell you guys how happy I am to see, you know, just something I find passionate like cannabis, something I find passionate like information and cannabis put that together. And this is that this is what this podcast is. And the fact that you enjoy the show and even reaching out and being like, yo, we want two episodes a week. Well, guess what? I'm dropping an episode on Friday. And as you know, if we drop two episodes a week, one episode like this one would be about cannabis news. And then. The next episode would be about probably a high school episode or something that either educational or just something that I want to talk about that's going on in the industry, you know? So you get the best of both worlds. You get Cannabis News Now with this episode, which is a Cannabis News Now episode, and you also get more info and background in the industry in the Friday episode. So stay tuned. Hit us up in the DMs. You know I love to you know answer you guys when I can. If I can't answer you guys ASAP, it's because we have a bunch of spam that comes in in our DMs as well. Um, shout out to everybody that has that has been a hemp international follower for the longest. You guys liked our post. You guys share our post. You guys tell us how much you love the content. And guess what? I love you guys for being there because you know what? We are all in this together we are all cannabis users we all enjoy cannabis we all want to see the cannabis industry grow we all want to grow ourselves with cannabis okay and even if some of us some of us are fine with just ingesting it and hearing what's going on in the outside that's fine too but remember we are all in this together cannabis is a plant that brings all of us together and and and, and is a plant of peace and is a plant of healing and even if you have bad actors out there that maybe may put vitamin E into a vaporizer, those aren't the people we want in our cannabis community. It's not. And we know that. And we can spot a mile away. People who are there for the dollars, but sometimes with the people that are there for the dollars, but the dollars don't make sense. So either way, thank you for listening to today's high TV episode. Sorry the stuttering came back a little bit. I thought I took some CBD before this to kind of calm it down, but it's back. So if you want to help out, donate a dollar to my speech impediment in the link in the description where you, you can become a high TV supporter today. Anything matters, even if it's a dollar, five dollars, whatever. I just, you know, it helps the podcast move on. It helps me, you know, not focus too much on, you know, I'm seeing all the uh, finances of life as I'm building myself towards a better future with cannabis in mind. So, again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. High TV. Oh. Thank you.